0: Have you ever felt like those characters in the Bible who God tries to teach a lesson to over and over and over again, and they just can't get it through their thick skulls, so then he has to try and teach them the incredibly torturous, long, unnecessarily painful way to finally get them to understand what he's trying to teach them? Yeah, that's me right now. Um, (laughs) I look forward to telling you all about it. I just really hope I learn it the lesson this time because that that was enough. Thanks. I think I got it. Um, but I'll get to that in a minute after I introduce myself. Hello. I am Prepper Mama Jesus Freak. It is nice to meet you. I am here to hang out, to talk, to say hello. You can read a little bit, a little blurb about me over here in the description of the podcast. I also have a website where I want to continue the conversation. I just want to connect with other people that are like-minded because it's kind of a rare group of these conservative Christian prepping moms who think that uh, one of God's biggest callings is being a stay-at-home mom and serving her husband and serving her children and not getting drunk every night and complaining about her husband and her children. Anybody? Anybody? Just me? All right. That's fine. If it's not just me, you can go over to my website and we can talk. You can comment on each episode of the podcast and reply or kind of continue what we talked about in the podcast. Or you can have a member area in the community where there's just a hangout place. I haven't really figured that one out yet, so we'll see how that goes as we go along. So anyways, I just want a place to process my thoughts and to kind of have a place that this is archived so that I can go back to it to remind myself. (sighs) You know. Anyways, so what happened? I was a career mom and I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom from the time I was a small, small, small girl. All I ever wanted to be my whole life was a mom and a stay-at-home mom. And that wasn't an option <laughs> for a long part of my life because, you know, I had to be a child and grow up and find a husband. And so there's a lot of time just trying to find fulfillment in careers, which was not possible because all I wanted to be was a mom. And then the opportunity, magical opportunity finally came, but I already had my foot into career land and, you know, you have to, prepare, you know, provide for the child. And we moved and we're getting our feet on the ground and settled. And so I was working and, kids, blah, blah, blah. Finally, God put it on my my husband's heart at the same time in the same moment that the time for me to quit my job and stay home was now. Um, but this was a few years ago, but I'm saying he wasn't like in a year, in two years, God was like, now jump now. And I quit and we trusted God for finances and it was the best decision we ever made. But I could not feel The value I brought to the home, without bringing in money, and gosh, I mean year, I mean years of struggle of just trying to believe my husband. (laughs) You know, he thought I was bringing immense value to being home, and my sister, and my mom, and whoever, you know, everybody around me was saw, you know, saw how valuable it was for me to be home. But I was so stuck. In the culture's mindset of your value is how many dollar signs you bring in to the household each week, and that's it. That's the only measuring stick. That I spent so much time just trying to see how that I wasn't just some like mooching lazy. Oh, cool! I finally get to stay home. I mean, obviously, I was working my butt off. I went from being a working, working full time with kids to being home full time. And it was way more work and way harder. And, um, it took so much more because I wasn't letting the school raise my kids. I was raising them. I wasn't letting, you know, the easy meals feed my kids. I was preparing all of the meals. Everything flipped, everything flipped, all the, all of the schools and everybody that we paid to do these things and our taxes paid to do these things. I was now doing them. And so that whole, there's a whole battle between what's harder career mom or stay at home. I've done both. And, um, it comes down to how much of yourself do you put into each role, uh, when you are in that role? And that's the answer. (laughs) It's not the same for everybody. So, um, like for me, I make all of our medicines. I make our lotion. I make our soap. I make our chapstick, everything I make, I make it all. I don't buy it. And you have that on top of all the food and on top of being basically the family doctor in a naturalist sense and homeschooling and cleaning and, you know, being the personal assistant to my husband and to my children, it's, it's an amazing, amazing blessing and an incredible job. It is the hardest I've ever worked in my life. And it's just the best. It's just the best. But I kept asking my husband, like, do you want me to like have a part-time job? Like I kept like, do you want me to, I couldn't let it go. It just kept nagging at me that I got to be bringing in some kind of money. I knew that a family member judged me, really judged me for not working. And that was always annoying (laughs) to know that she was talking about me to other people um, and telling her, whoever, you know, I I just knew she was talking about like, oh, can you believe she's not working? Can you believe blah, blah, blah? And just judging me and um and that kind of made it hard for me to understand too like okay I know I I don't know it's just like all of culture and blah 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 they just make you know you know what I mean if you're you know what I mean they make you feel like if you're not bringing in money you're not bringing in equal work so I wouldn't let it go. It didn't matter how much everybody kept telling me how much God kept telling me that I'd jump and be like, Yeah, this is my purpose. I am this is the most valuable rule that there is. It's way more important to raise good children than it is to bring in money. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's way more important to raise children in Christ than it is to bring in money. And like i have those aha moments. And then I'd fall back <laughs> into like the same cultural forced confusion. And then the moment came uh, like three years into being a stay-at-home mom when we had some crazy crap happen. (laughs) Full disclosure, we live in a dangerous city. And um, we've always talked about moving, but we've just been trusting God and weren't pressed about it because we're safe and we're smart. But then in February, um, our neighbor pulled out an AK-47 and murdered our neighbor um, literally in broad daylight on a Sunday afternoon while we were home. And me and my kids ran in the dining room. My husband looked out the window and watched it all happened. Anyway, so when that happened, um, we were like, oh, we got to move now. Oh, my gosh. Like we were freaking out and we were just like acting out of fear and definitely not acting out of trust in God. We knew God was protecting us in that moment. I'll tell you that story in the future, how God was divinely protecting my husband. Um, that was, I mean, an inc- it's an incredible story. And um, we knew he was protecting us. We knew he was watching out for us. But we all of a sudden got an urgency, a kick in the butt to really move, <laughs> get it together and move. And the only way that was going to happen is if we got more income. And I was like, okay, well, do you, you want me to work now? husband. And he was like, yeah, we need everything we can get. Like, see what you can do. And I did. And (laughs) because God is trying to teach me a lesson, it all happened. Like it was divinely orchestrated. Definitely. It, I mean, it was instantaneous. I was up against like 40 other applicants and I got the job. And a lot of the other people were more qualified than I was. It was an incredible opportunity. I was able to work from home, make my own hours, super flexible. I I could at any moment be like, sorry, I have to do this for this. I'll have to meet you later. Okay, no problem. It was like the absolute dream job that anyone would die to have. And... I, at first, very first, was like, oh, this is so great. This got, you know, God, I know God made this happen because there's no other way this would have happened, especially during a time when there's so much unemployment. And and I was like super motivated, super excited. It was fun to turn on that part of my brain again, but there was kept being a part of me that was really uncomfortable with it. And I kept feeling like I was like cheating on my husband. Like it was like I'm being someone else's, personal assistant kind of and it, and it just felt wrong and I pushed through and then some like little things happened and then I was like I can't do this anymore like I was like crying and I was like I can't do this anymore like I don't want to do this it just feels wrong to be working for this other man and da, da 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 and then we were basically like no you know we were like okay I'm being too sensitive I just had a bad day like let's push through and then I was I mean miserable miserable for months. And I, I pushed through cause I was trying to do the right thing. I knew God put me in this job and I was trusting him and trusting him and trusting him. And it was just like, the joy was slowly being sucked away more and more and more. And it's like, if you've ever known what God's will is for your life and then you live outside of that, the amount of discomfort that is occurring, it, it's just, it feels so wrong. And it, it's like, it, you're just going against the grain and it's so uncomfortable and it's hard to feel peaceful and it's hard to feel energized. And then the job I'm supposed to be doing, which is serving my husband and serving my kids. Now, like when they ask for something, I'm, I'm, overwhelmed and I'm irritated because I have to do I have to do this stuff for this random dude and and I I'm like already like stretched thin because I don't want to be doing that and the amount of like emotional energy that takes to commit to that it just stretches me thin for the people who deserve that energy and it finally came where I was like husband (laughs) I can't do this anymore and I was like I learned my lesson I will never ask you again for the rest of my life if you want me to work that is not gonna happen I can't I was like if you need me to I will of course if we need if we need me to I will but I am don't I don't want to I feel like this is taking away from the children's education it's taking away from my ability to serve you all well I feel like everything is just wrong everything's just wrong And, you know, he's like, I don't care. And then we realized that we were not feeling compelled to move by God at all. We had literally been only feeling compelled to move because of fear. And as you all know, God does not give us a spirit of fear. And when we realized that, we both just like, we're like, it's not time to move. We don't, we don't feel like God's calling us to move. We feel like God's telling us to stay still. And we know he will protect us. He wouldn't, you know, he would not ask us to stay here if he knew something hot, you know, was going to happen or whatever. And if it was, that's still his will. Like I'd rather be in his will, whatever that looks like. And so we're not in that urgency state anymore to like, oh, we got to get money, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just so relieved, <laughs> but because I couldn't he, like get the point over the last three years, when he keeps trying to drill it into my head, like, Hey, what you're doing is important. What you're doing is valuable and honorable and imp- so much more important than money. Who cares about money? <laughs> like, cause I couldn't get it. Then he was like, "Okay, let's have her. Un- let's have her get this now, so she can finally have peace in this role. We're gonna have her work now after being home for three years and developing like the joy of that rhythm, and we're gonna throw her into a job, the most amazing possible job she could ever, ever have in the workforce, and see how that goes." And it was like, little "Message received, loud and clear, boss. Like this is not." where I am called to be. This is not where I am called to be at all. And I want to just be this forever. <laughs> I want to be uh I just want to serve my husband and serve my children forever. Like that's that's where God has called me. That's where my peace is and 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 serving my husband comes in all ways. Like if any, and if he needs anything at the drop of a hat, I'm there to make that happen. And that makes me feel so good. It makes me so happy that I can be that person for him that makes his life absolutely seamless. And all he has to think about is going to work and, and I've got everything else under control like that. It just brings me so much joy and that he counts on me and relies on me for those kinds of things. And, and I do really believe the Bible calls, calls me to this, to this role. And I I don't want to say any strong opinions because to each their own, I guess. But if you read the Bible, it makes the role of, a, of a, a wife and a mother clear. And if you believe in what the Bible says, and I do, and this is where I'm supposed to be. And God gave me these children with, I mean, he trusted me to raise them knowing him and raise them with good morals and values in the right way and and that takes a lot of intention and intention takes a lot of energy and emotional space and if i'm running around in jobs and everything like that i can't i can't be the mom that that they deserve a god ordained that god gave them to me to be the best version of mom I can be. And that is not me when I'm working and God deserves better than that for giving, you know, giving, trusting these children to me. And so I had, I had said I was going to do it another month because, um, I had made that agreement with the person that I was working with. And I was just like, I started becoming super irritable and, they'd add the kids or my husband would ask you for something. And I would just be like, oh gosh, like I was just like, oh, and I just had a bad attitude. And then my husband was like, what is going on? I was like, this, I was like, honestly, I think it's this job. It's just eating away at me in the background all the time. And it just makes it really hard, you know, to to be joyful these other times. Now, if, now, if I had, if we had to work, if I had to work financially, had to, and our situation was different, I would not, it would be a different story completely, just like it was before when I was working full-time and all that kind of stuff. But knowing I didn't have to work and knowing that that amazing life, like that dream life, was waiting for me, it made it painful and upsetting to live against God's will. And every day was just hard. And I, I, so I'm basically gonna tell the person um, I said I was gonna go through another month, but I'm not. Like I can't. I just can't. I can't waste one more day not having that time with my children and the time and space available for my husband and my attitude fixed. And it's just not worth it to me. And I know how incredibly blessed we are that this is possible, that I can stay home. We make a lot of sacrifices to make that happen. Um, and I know that that's just not an option for everybody, but we live somewhere where Our house was incredibly cheap, as you can tell by the type of neighbors we have. (laughs) Uh, We only have one car. We don't have a mortgage. You know, all that kind of stuff. I'm really strict on grocery budgets and we don't, you know, all that, you know, all that that kind of stuff. And um, not moving because that would mean I would have to work. So we stay here trusting God. So there's a lot of sacrifices that make that happen. And I'm just so incredibly grateful, for real, though. Oh, I'm and learn my lesson. I will never, ever ask to work again, ever. We're always, like, side hustling. Like, so it'll be like, oh, I'll make soap and sell it, or if I feel inspired to, or I'll make this and sell it, or I'll help so-and-so do this. Um, and that, I don't mind at all. Because it's one off, I control it, it's no big deal. But when I'm like someone else is dictating, like, you we have to do this every day for the rest of eternity, it's like, no, (laughs) no, (laughs) only my husband is the one who's allowed to tell me what I'm supposed to do. And um, then God, obviously, number one, but yeah, it's just weird. I think, I think it would only make sense to somebody who has is that kind of wife who's really about, um, submitting to their husband's authority and they're the head of the household and they get the final vote and, you know, um, really following the biblical marriage kind of hierarchy. Um, that would make sense why I feel like I was cheating on him to be someone else's assistant. Um, but if you don't have that kind of marriage and that probably makes absolutely no sense to you. And I totally get that, but whatever. So that's my story, and I have some other things to share, but before I get to that, we're just going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor today, and we're back. So basically, for those of you who are stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home wives, and really struggle with seeing your value and feeling the importance of the work you do and you're tempted to bring money into the home to try and show that you're helping and that you're valuable. First of all, I want you to remind you to go back and read what the Bible says about what, the, what God designed wives to be really good at and all of those skills that make you a great personal assistant and administrative assistant and Receptionist, all those skills, those are all because God designed us to have those, to serve our homes really well and manage our homes exceptionally and multitask really well, and keep things organized and all of those things. That's why I feel like you see most administrative assistants, office assistants, personal assistants. I feel like most of the time those are women because God gave us a specific set of skills that makes us really good at that kind of stuff because that's in was intended to be used for the home. And let me just remind you that money is irrelevant. And if you're a mom right now, raising a child who knows Jesus is way more important than any amount of money you can bring into the home, because not only are you saving their, you know, helping God is using you to save their souls, but that will create a legacy of Christian training. And generations from now, there might be Christian great, great, great grandchildren that were only a Christian because you raised your child with the right values and taught them how to love Jesus well. And if you don't put that first, you could lose that. You could lose them to the world. And generations from now, there won't be that testimony that your great, great, great grandchild knew Jesus because you continued or started the generational training of the youth to know Jesus and have the morals and values of a Christian. And gosh, you got to know that's more important than money. Like seriously, <laughs> And I just don't want you to have to learn the hard way, but if you do, welcome. And the peace of mind you give your husband that, you know, he can just come home and everything's done and you're there to serve him. and, And I think there's, I think husbands naturally have that, hey, wife, can you get me this kind of thing? I think it's just kind of how the dynamics are. And I know when the wife is working from experience, when the husband has a, can you get me that attitude, it can cause a lot of bitterness and frustration in the marriage because you're like, well, I'm working too. So why do I have to do the laundry or why do I have to make your dinner? You know, like everything's just totally messed up and mixed up because you're not, your household doesn't look like how God kind of designed the dynamics to be. And it can be challenging to kind of navigate that. And I get it (laughs) because I was in the same position and I think that's just another clue that your husband, it it values, it helps, it's valuable to your husband too when you're not working because you can be, you know, you honor your husband and be a submissive servant to your husband without sass and talking back and, and it's just, everything is just, works better. The machine is like a well-oiled machine when everything's working in that way, and you're at peace with all of those parts of yourself, which take time, obviously, because here I am, (laughs) still figuring it out. So, (laughs) but before we go, just a little bit about why the name Prepper Mama Jesus Freak. So, first of all, I am a passionate, passionate Christian, and there's no lukewarm Christianity happening over here. I am in the Bible. I try to be in the Bible every single day, and I really work hard to study it and learn about it and do what I think God wants me to do. And that is strict. I'm very strict. Um, there's a lot of music I won't listen to. Um, I, most <laughs> most music I won't listen to. Most TV I won't watch. Most movies I won't watch. Um I'm constantly working on those things to try and make my life go and come into line with what I want, think the Holy Spirit wants. And I find that it's hard to find other Christian women like that. And I don't know if that's normal or not. Um, it's also probably because I haven't really found a church that is the kind of church for me that's really strict and conservative, um, but also very loving and Christ-like those kind of don't go together. It seems it's either really strict and conservative and really hateful towards all kinds of people, or it's really liberal and too loosey goosey and loving and Christ-like. So I'm having trouble finding the Jesus kind of church, you know? Um, but anyways, so I've I would love to connect with other women like that. Um, I really long to connect with other women like that. And my website can be a place where that can happen. And that's literally all it's for. It's just a free little thing I threw up just for a way to connect with other people. And also, so that's the Jesus freak part, but prepper mama, because I'm also a prepper and That means guns and gardens and food storage and all that in an urban, very populated city where our houses are very close to each other and we have very small backyards, but I make it happen. And we also got some water collection going on out there, which is exciting. And, um, parent, obviously (laughs) I'm a parent that's one of the most important parts of my life and most exciting and amazing parts of my life. And I homeschool, I have two boys and they're young. They're both under 10 and that's, and two dogs, four fish and a partridge in a pear tree. I will also say, um, well, no, I'll save that for a different time until next time, my friends. I hope that you found some companionship in this today and so maybe some encouragement. If you're having a moment where you're being really hard-headed and not listening to what God's trying to teach you, take my advice and learn fast, okay? You want to miss that end part. And what part of the Bible are you reading right now? I am actually in Daniel, and I have a couple of like handbooks that go along with it that kind of give me a background, and I read the whole foundation background of Babylon, and it was fascinating. And then I started reading Daniel, and those handbooks really, really, really helped to make the Bible clear for me. Um, I have not read through the whole Bible yet. I have been a Christian for not quite quite 10 years, and I spent a lot of time being... Deceived by Satan and given the runaround constantly, and I so I never really got in the Bible, <laughs> and I finally this last year figured out like oh well, that's where Satan didn't want me. Let me go ahead and get in there. So I finished the New Testament last week, which is a really exciting um, milestone, and so now I'm working on the Old Testament, and here I go. So that's all, folks. Until next time, stay classy. I don't know. I need some kind of good, like goodbye line. We're not there yet. I did not plan any of this. I'm just trying to have friends. Will you be my friend? I'm literally looking for friends. Can you be my friend though, for real? Um, so we'll work on the tagline at the end later. I'll see you next time. Bye.